Belief work is hard, isn't it? I have been in the thick of it in the last week or so, which is probably why you haven't heard much from me lately. Um, I haven't had very many of the special edition Jill's Journal podcasts because I've been just working through some of those nasty thoughts that we have about ourselves, right? Judging ourselves, judging our results, and that's perfectly normal. I love the way that Portia Nelson describes this in her book, There's a Hole in the Sidewalk. So I'm just going to read through this real quick. And I recommend that you get that book because she has so many other great little poems in there. I loved it. Could read it a thousand times. So this is what she calls autobiography in five short chapters. Chapter one, I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Chapter two. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I still don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I am in the same place. It isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter three. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it there. I still fall in. It's habit. It's my fault. I know where I am. And I get out immediately. Chapter 4. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter 5. I walk down a different street. Isn't that awesome? And what can we leverage from that to find our own way around the beliefs, right, that we find ourselves struggling with. So that's what I have been working on the last several days. And so I just wanted to share a few of the thoughts that I had around that and a few things that I had to remind myself of, you know, what is it? What was it that I was believing about myself that got me stuck? Right? And so what was it that I was believing that had me still falling in that deep hole in the sidewalk? And what did I need to do to get out of that and to um, be able to get back to work and get back to what I'm doing in my coaching business, right? I had to start, remind myself to believe all of the things that I am that people do want to work with, right? I am, I'm the money coach. I am the money mindset coach. I am the human lie detector, right? And people want to work with me because I get them results. And that is completely true. I mean, I can point to so many times where I believe this, that it then became reality, right? So times when I just was showing up in whatever community that I was showing up in. And one example of this is I showed up in this one community that I'm a part of. And there were people that were struggling with their niche. And I love working with people on their niche, because I feel like most times, a lot of times, I mean, like nine times out of 10, any niche drama, it, it might be even more than that. 
nine times out of 10, niche drama is about, you know, limiting beliefs. It's thoughts of scarcity. And that's my beagle buster. And he has thoughts of scarcity that if he doesn't bark, then we're going to be in danger. So you're going to probably hear him bark in the background, but that's okay. Because those are his beliefs and he's allowed to think them. All thoughts have a right right to life, even his thoughts. Okay, so what I did in this community, when I believed I can help them, I just reached, I mean, I just posted a comment in there. I'm like, this is something that I love working with people on because so many times it comes from limiting beliefs around their niche or around themselves or around making money in that niche, right? And this is exactly what I help my clients with. So I knew I could help them. And what I was believing at the same time was it doesn't matter if they see that, right? I'm just going to put it out there. If they want to reach out to me, they're totally welcome to. And what happened was somebody did reach out to me and I didn't know her from anybody else, right? This was the first time I was meeting her. She reached out to me and said, Hey, I would love to take you up on this offer. So I sent her um, a link to my scheduler. She signed up for a value call with me and we got on the phone and we brainstormed on her niche. And I totally helped her. And even like at the end of the call, she was like, wow, do you know how many people that you could help with this very thing? She said, you could make this a full-time niche, but you know, that's not my mission. So that's not something I want to do full-time, right? But I love doing it as one-off situations, as people need it. I'm happy to get on a call with anybody that wants to brainstorm on their niche, right? Because it's what I love doing. It's, it's, I just love helping people, right? And so I believed I could help her. And not only that, we got on a follow-up call and I helped her with something different in her, in her business, right? I help people all the time that haven't paid me, that may never pay me. And that's okay right? I just love serving and helping her and believing that I can help people comes from my desire to be in service to advance my mission. And my mission is to help women step into their power to change the world one thought at a time, right? And so when someone is in niche drama, they're not out there helping people. When someone is stuck in confusion or overwhelm, they're not taking action. So they're not helping people. Because clarity comes from making decisions and taking action. Inaction only breeds more confusion. It only perpetuates that confusion. We know what to do next when we step forward in action. So that's what I've been working on this past week is eliminating the confusion by just taking action. And so the same thing happens when people are having pricing drama, when they can't decide what to charge, they're not out there making offers because they're waiting to know what the right answer is. And so my rule of thumb is whatever I don't know, I get to decide. If there was a wrong or right answer, I would already know it, 
right? If there was such a thing in the whatever situation, right? And when it comes to pricing, if there was a right or wrong answer, I would already know it. So if I don't know it, it's only because there is no right or wrong answer. And when there's no right or wrong answer, I get to decide. I get to decide what my business looks like. I get to decide how I get clients, who I work with, the problem I solve, how I solve their problem, how I tell people about it, what I'm known for, and yes, what I charge for that. So I love helping people. And when I believe I help people, I just go out and help people, right? I just go out there and do it whatever way that happens to be on any given day right? Maybe on any given day, it's by helping my clients, right? Because when I help my clients get out of their drama, they go out and help people, which is exactly what serves my mission. So I don't have drama around signing people or not signing people. I just show up. I help them. I help them see their thoughts. Uh, I help them see their thoughts about wanting help. I help them see their thoughts about not wanting help, who they want help from, how much they want to pay for that help, and why, whether they can afford it or not. Whatever thoughts are limiting them, those are the thoughts that I help them see. And I help them see the impact those are having. Now, whether they decide to pay me or not, I go out there and help them because that is my primary mission right? And I've had people not take advantage of even free coaching that I offered them. I had, I did a beta group to teach people how to apply my master your money mindset process. So I taught them the foundation of that process so that they can go ahead and start using those steps in their own business, right? And what I found from that is that this this is another way that I can help people. And I love helping people this way because the process is very simple, very easy to implement, and I can reach more people that way. So in this beta group, I had reached out to about, I don't know, 20 to 30 people to say, hey, you have expressed interest in working me with me in um, some form or fashion in the past few months and I'm starting this beta group and I would love, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I would love for you to be there. I would love for you to come check it out and help, you know, let me work with you on your money mindset. And about 14 people said, yes, I want to do this. Right. But not all of those 14 people showed up and said, yes, let's do this, right? They, sh they showed up, I put them in the Slack group, but they didn't show up to the calls or they didn't, you know, maybe participate in the Slack workspace. Um, and they had different lies that they were believing that prevented them from doing that, right? This was free coaching on their money mindset, no strings attached. And so this was... I think what was um, worth a minimum of a thousand dollars, right? I didn't know that at the time because I had never done it before and I didn't know what it was going to look like, but these people showed up, but only about, I would say about half showed up for themselves and the other half didn't because of the lies they believed and are probably still believing. Some of those lies might include, 
I don't have time. I don't have, I don't really have a money mindset problem or I don't know how to solve my money mindset problem. Um, it might've been, I've overcommitted or I can't do this right now. Or if I can't go in all in, I might as well not do it at all. But some of those were money lies, lies that were keeping them from doing anything about it, right? What if they just showed up for the group call each week? Or what if they just spent, you know, what if they just did the worksheet that I provided each week, right? What would they have gotten out of that? They would have gotten something for sure. And probably more than they even imagined that they would have gotten. And because of the lies they were believing, they got nothing, right? So when you're doing your belief work, just notice these lies, right? And, you know, some of the lies that I've believed is, you know, I don't know what to do next. Well, that is a lie because I know at least one thing I can do next, right? And when I do that one thing, guess what? I find something else. So if any of these lies resonate with you and keep you from showing up and believing that you can help people, then start to question them, build your awareness around them and start to step into what the truth might be for you because you can help people. And the only way you're going to do that is by believing that you can help people making decisions and doing something about it. 